happy, happy, happy new year. Our beautiful and beloved global family, wherever you may be in the world, whatever city, whatever country, whatever external situation you may be in right now, and also whatever internal situation you may be in right now, know that you are our beautiful and beloved global family and we are all together this year has been so hard on so many levels whether we have personally suffered from covid whether we've personally lost a loved one to covid or watched a loved one suffer or whether we've just experienced the, the global field of stress and anxiety, because that is something we have all experienced. The energetic field that we're living in this year has been filled with a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fear, and a lot of separation. And so even if you personally have not been afflicted by the disease of COVID or by the economic difficulties that are coming from it or by the political upheaval in so many places, even so, every one of us has been impacted by that energetic field. And so here we are at the end of this year that was so different on the external level from what any of us had envisioned. And yet we made it. We made it through. We made it through the difficulties. We made it through the stress. We made it through lockdowns. We made it through quarantines. And of course, we have to continue, continue very, very patiently in that same way of staying safe, taking care of ourselves, our communities, the same masks, the same social distancing, at least for a while. But internally, we've all grown. We've gotten stronger. I know so many of you may be feeling like, oh God, I'm not stronger now. I'm, I'm depressed, I'm sad, it's the holidays, it's the new year, I can't be with family, I can't be with friends, I can't travel. But that's, that's on the superficial surface level of exactly what you're thinking right now. But on the deeper level, every one of us, has gotten so much stronger this year. There have been so many moments of the universe not doing what we wanted, not acting how we wanted, not responding how we wanted. And we've made it through. So at this time of the new year, first and foremost, really, give yourself a hug. Give yourself a hug for the fact that you in whatever you specifically have gone through this year, that you've made it through. 
And here you are to welcome in 2021. And also give a hug. I know we can't do so much of it physically, but at least give it energetically to your loved ones. Because everyone has been through such a hard year. And so people who may not be acting the way you'd like them to act or being the way you'd like them to be, give them also an energetic hug. That love, that compassion, that tenderness, share it with them also, because we all need it. It reminds me of a beautiful teaching of a, a saint who used to live right across Mother Ganga from us in Rishikesh, Pujaswami Dayananji Maharaj. And he used to say, the only definition of success that matters at all, the only definition of success that matters at all is how you respond to the inevitable times that the universe does not act the way you think it should. I'll say it again. It's a beautiful teaching to end this year with. The only definition of success that matters at all is how you respond to the inevitable, it is inevitable, times that the universe does not act the way you think it should. And I love that teaching so much because most of our definitions of success depend on people outside of us. Depends on whether a boss, an employer, a teacher deems that our answer, our exam, our report, our project, our performance is up to the mark. But it's very hard to have a definition of success that depends on something you have no control over, someone else's reaction. And so we take this, the only definition of success that matters is how you respond, not what others do, not the grade you're given, not the raise you're given or the promotion you're given or not given. Not whether someone is angry, not how someone else reacts, but how you respond, not react, but respond, meaning thoughtfully, consciously, with awareness, with mindfulness, not just a stimulus and response, but a deep, thoughtful response. How you respond to the inevitable times, inevitable. And I love that because so many of us think that somehow if we just had the right mantra or had the right guru or got the right certificate in the right program or got the right book or prayed in the right house of worship to the right embodiment of the divine, that somehow the world would stop going up and down that somehow people we love would stop getting sick and dying. That somehow our pocketbooks, our pockets, our bank accounts would just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. 
that all of that which we want would just go according to how we want it. That somehow, if we just could figure it out, that right course, that right mantra, that right guru, that right book or workbook or workshop, that right God, that somehow the world would do what I want. And that's where I love this teaching so much. The inevitable times. It is inevitable. Spirituality, I always say, is not an inoculation against the world going up and down. It's not an inoculation against illness or death or poverty or failure or loss. What it is, is an inoculation against losing yourself when those things happen. Because yourself is not in those things. And so if you have made it through this year, which if you're watching this, you have, you have responded this year when the universe did not act the way that you thought it should. The pandemic, the economy, your loved ones, maybe the weather, airlines, governments. And it's been difficult. And we may not in every moment have responded in a way that we're proud of. But here we are. Here we are at this end of 2020. And while it certainly was a year where most of us would be very happy to leave most of it behind, we've learned so much. We've learned so much about resilience. We've learned so much about how much we really need. How many of those shopping trips or movies or parties that we thought we needed? Did we actually learn to live without this year? How much of the travel, how much of the gathering, how much of the socializing that we thought we needed, did we actually realize we could live without? It was a beautiful teaching of simplicity. It was a beautiful teaching of going within to our own caves to that cave in our room, in our home, to that cave inside ourselves. The world sort of sent us to our rooms to be quiet and to go within. So as things become, as inevitably they will, more and more open, more and more safe to be out, that's wonderful. Yes, by all means, catch up on the hugs that we've been not having. But don't lose, don't lose the beauty of that teaching. Don't lose the beauty of that lesson, of having been within, of having been inside, of being in the cave, of being quiet, of sitting with fear and realizing it doesn't consume you. You don't dissolve, you don't explode, you don't implode. No matter how much stress, no matter how much fear, no matter how much frustration, 
Nonetheless, here you are. Not exploded, not imploded. You're here. And we've learned also how inextricably linked we all are. We've learned, as we've been saying from the beginning, that none of us can be healthy unless all of us are healthy. That none of us can be safe unless all of us are safe. The only way to go back out into, into the world with health and with safety is if that world is safe and healthy. And it's such an extraordinary and exquisite teaching that of course our spiritual traditions have been telling us forever. We are linked. We are one. That which happens to me impacts you. That which happens to you impacts me. And we are, we are one. So that lesson of oneness is so essential. Let us take these beautiful lessons of simplicity, of resilience, of internalness, of oneness and move with these lessons into 2021. And as we do, let us also ask of ourselves, what can we bring into the new year? First and foremost, as I said, love. Love for yourself. Love for those around you. Love for the planet because there's a lot of need today. There's always been a lot of need, but the pandemic has created a whole lot of extra need. What can we do to help those who have not been as fortunate as we have, who are not in a place where we are today where mostly what we're suffering from is just internal anxiety? How can we extend and expand that love into them? And compassion. Compassion for yourself, for what you've experienced, what you've been through. Tenderness for yourself, for all that you've been through this year. Compassion and tenderness for all of our loved ones, because they've also been through so much and compassion and tenderness for the world. And as we move into this year and we think about resolutions, changes we're gonna make, be sure to choose something that actually you can do. Because one of the greatest difficulties, one of the greatest tragedies in fact, is we make a resolution of something that is so far beyond what we're currently doing, that is so far beyond what it's likely we are actually going to do, that not only don't we do it, but then we also change how we think about ourselves. Suddenly we become someone who doesn't do what we say, and that is really dangerous. That is much more dangerous than never getting up in the morning to meditate. It's much more dangerous than 
never establishing a good exercise habit or yoga habit. Because having a mindset that says, oh yeah, I never do what I say. Oh yeah, I never hold on to my resolutions or my commitments or my promises. That is the most self-sabotaging, damaging thought we can have because it ensures that we never, even when it is possible, we never will do what we commit to. So when you make a resolution, make sure to make one that you can stick to. If you currently get up at eight or nine o'clock in the morning, instead of deciding that from January 1st, you're gonna get up at four o'clock every day, Decide that you're going to get up maybe at maybe seven. It's still a couple hours earlier. It's a big, huge leap. Okay. Maybe it's not exactly as early as on our meditation retreats or spiritual retreats or in our ashrams or temples we get up, but that's okay. Actually being able to get out of bed at seven instead of eight or nine is much better than setting an alarm for four that you simply turn off every day, feeling miserable temporarily and then deciding that, well, I'm just someone who doesn't do what I say. So choose something that you really can do. And then here's what's beautiful. You don't have to wait till January 1st to go from seven to six. You can start on February 1st. You can start on the next full moon, the new moon. Choose opportunities that are auspicious and move 15 minute increments, half an hour increments, slowly, 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 manageable, doable, so that you can and you will do it. Don't decide you're gonna start exercising two hours a day if currently the only exercise that you get is walking from the couch to your bed or to the bathroom or the kitchen. Start with half an hour. Start with five, seven sun salutations. Start with a walk around the block. And then on the next full moon or the next new moon or February 1st, increase it. So take things in maybe less ambitious bites than you might be tempted to do. Because having a mindset, a thought, that I am someone who does what I say is so much more powerful, so much more beneficial to you than making a resolution that you don't follow. So make those that, that feel happy inside, not those that feel daunting and overwhelming. You deserve the tenderness. You deserve the love. You deserve the compassion and you deserve to slowly, slowly, slowly make some changes in the patterns of your life that will enable you to live healthier, more open, more connected, more grounded. So choose those and mostly, most importantly, move into this year drawing upon as much light, as much love, as much peace as you possibly can. And when you lose it temporarily, don't worry, just find it again. Don't berate yourself. 
don't get stressed that you were stressed because we do that we get stressed and we say oh my god there i am stressed again don't go there as in meditation when our mind wanders we just bring it back just gently bring it back in the same way if you lose that love if you lose that connection if you lose that peace just bring it back just bring it back just bring it back and in every moment to the best of your ability choose love choose peace choose light and let that be the way in which for ourselves for our loved ones and for our planet we move into the new year so 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 much love to all of you and with deep prayers that very soon this pandemic should cease flights should open and you should all be able to come and join us on the holy banks of mother ganga where together we can sit in meditation where together we can perform the sacred arti where together we can sit in beautiful satsang and until then we are with you through this beautiful technology as a reminder that we are with you in our hearts and spirit.